Yo, the hogs are back, baby. The daddest podcast in the game is coming at you. We are coming off a very, very busy weekend considering we had merch. It came in. Everything was looking good. We ordered 30 shirts altogether and we only have one left and it's a small so your boys ended up selling out on basically all the shirts we mailed it out to texas cincinnati hawaii california all these places i mean it's crazy the hogs are going nationwide we're taking over the country so with that being said we are back with another episode an episode that we're kind of flying from the hip on this one. It's uh, it's gonna be a very um, how do you say this? It's gonna be a very hogworthy performance. The kings of mediocre are coming at you with a little chat on cancel culture, um, a little chat on the current events that we have seen in the news and whatnot, and most importantly, we're just kind of honestly we're winging it. This is just a conversation between two friends that uh, are coming off some extreme excitement from this weekend. We're so pumped about our merch, it's crazy. So without further ado, let's get into this thing. Let's get it. Bro, you want to know some hogwash? I always want to know hogwash, bro. So there's been a couple things that just been like straight up, not really pissing me off, but more or less like just driving me crazy. And it's kind of like a controversial topic, but it needs to be said and talked about, in my opinion. And that's this uh, whole movement of cancel culture and basically everything just getting taken over and everybody trying to overly do good. Like, for, for instance, the potato heads, Mr. Mrs. Whatever. Why, why are we making a big deal of it? It makes mm-hmm. no sense to me. I, I understand general gender neutral and whatnot, but at the end of the day, they're potatoes. Like it's a toy. I don't get that nonsense. That's hogwash. Like, <laughs> so I, I kind of get this, but a lot of the stuff I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not super educated on like, um, for instance, the potato head thing, the Dr. Seuss thing. I'm really not that educated on why exactly they're stopping all the books. I know like a couple of instances had like, um, I'm not sure if they were racist or like what exactly, but I'm not super educated on what's going on with that. The potato head thing. What exactly was that? So basically, what is it? Hasbro or whatever? the toy company, they took all the Mr. Potato Heads off the shelf, rebranded them to just Potato Head. So, like, they had a Mr., they had a Mrs., but they wanted to be gender neutral. So they pulled all the packaging off the shelf, and now it's just straight-up Potato Head. I have no problem with it. Do whatever you want with it. But my issue at hand is you don't have to publicize it. Like, just go and do it. You want to do something? Go and do it. This, is, this isn't something where you have to be advertised as a do-gooder and all this other nonsense. It's stupid. 
Now, is that a marketing thing? Like, do you think they might have done it for marketing? Like, uh, you know, maybe people I'm not saying that's why they did it, because I like I said, I'm not educated. And I don't really have an idea on it, but it sounds like maybe people weren't buying the Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head, really. So they needed a way to get the name out there. So then, you know, it's like we've talked about no public or bad publicity is you know no publicity is bad publicity i always mess that up but you know exactly what i meant i know exactly what you mean and you know that that could be the case that could 100 percent be the case but i i think that's the most annoying part about it all is like it i get everybody having this this uh will to have a voice or or do something that you want to make a change in the world and all this other stuff but when this becomes a smoke screen and everything's getting canceled, like the effectiveness, the effectiveness is gone. Like nobody's taking cancel culture seriously anymore. No one's like actually like, I mean, obviously there are people behind it that are all about trying to do all the stuff. What are they called? The Gen Zers or something like that? <laughs> like I said, dude, I'm like, you're, you're educating me just on this conversation because <laughs> I really have no idea. I know about, um, you know, cancel culture as a whole, and I've seen the memes and stuff like that, but I didn't know there's actually like groups out there that are out there just like looking to find stuff in like movies or books or um, children's toys that are, um, I guess, wrong would be the word. Oh, yeah. And like, I, um, I obviously we're probably going to get hog checked by somebody out there which i completely invite anybody to hog check us in our dms twitter instagram whatever because like i was completely wrong about courtney kardashian's age thought she was in her 20s still she's like 40 something my bad hey, hey we're not experts pal they don't expect much out of us no not at all but it, it was actually kind of cool to watch people like correct us like that that means they're listening so shout out to our followers but Anyways, uh, I think I think it's either Gen Z, or Gen, I, don't, I don't know. It's one of the generations, and it's like the basically the 2000s generation that are the young, not really young, but they're probably like in their 18 to 20s right now that are mm -hmm. like just making a stink about everything, and it's getting annoying. Um, Potato Head, one of them. Obviously, that came from the toy company. Honestly, thinking about it probably is a publicity stunt. Why like not a marketing thing. Yeah. 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 And like so when something has momentum like that, why not just roll with it? Mm -hmm. Um you have the Dr. Seuss books. It's the publishing company. It was his birthday. I guess like you've mentioned and we've both probably messed this up is the uh what is it? No publicity is bad publicity or whatever 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 the saying is. <laughs> yes, you correct. Know? <laughs> yeah like anytime you can get your name out there even if it's for um a bad thing it's it's people are gonna eat it up it's that uh you know who's that rapper takashi 69 he does everything for shock value so right. a lot of the stuff that people see um you know if it's canceling something or, or whatever um it's still getting their name out there so people are gonna want to see it they're gonna you know be on Instagram looking at the hashtags. They're going to YouTube everything they can on it. People just want to be so up to date. So I think the thing with the whole cancel culture is opinions now have gone a little bit too far. Like every single person's opinion is almost uh, 
you know, kind of gospel at this point. It's not to the fact where it's, okay, well, this is my opinion. This is how I feel about something. It's no, I feel this way. So the rest of society has to feel this way. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And that's, that's actually one of the reasons why I delete my Facebook like six months ago or whenever it was, it's just like watching everything on the timeline, just like spew like opinions, not even facts. It's just opinions that people are trying to push on people. Like have your opinion. You can say whatever you want, but if someone has a differing opinion, there's no need to clash heads on it. So or like, go go as far to call them um, names. That's yeah. kind of what I don't like. Is if someone has a different opinion, they're getting called names. They're getting called, you know, um, a bigot or this or that. There is people who are you know bigots and racists and, and things like that. That definitely exists in in culture. But just because someone does not have the same opinion as you does not mean that they're any of those things. One hundred percent. And like, so we go from Potato Head to Doctor Seuss. Like the Dr. Seuss thing, I get. There was probably some images and stuff in the books that weren't weren't family friendly, but the dude was born in 1904. Times were different. And now they're taking... He was born in 1904? Dr. Seuss was born in 1904. Oh, times are... Yeah, 1904. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't know he... I thought he was like... This is, once again, the boy's not as educated on, on certain things. I thought he was born in like the 50s or 60s, bro, to be honest with you. Not 1904 and like they're pressing this man but like honestly if you if you listen to his views on everything throughout his entire life they are not radical at all he's not calling for heads to be rolled or anything like that like his views as a 1904 citizen of the united states is very peaceful so mm-hmm. obviously the books have some imagery issues where it might be found as racist and whatnot but in my opinion, why cancel the books when it's just the imagery? Change up the images. Now, did the whole book, now, is that just taken off the shelf? Or was it like pictures were changed and the words were changed in the book? No, nah, they took the books off the shelf. Six of them. So six of his books got taken off the shelf completely. Like completely. no one can buy those, anything like that. They're gone so much that the book went from $4 on eBay to now some of those books are going for $4,000 on eBay. $4,000? Yep. So if you if anybody out there has an original copy of any of the six Dr. Seuss books that got taken off the shelves, look at eBay because people are making bank off of it. Wow. So, it, I mean, that doesn't necessarily, I wouldn't say that ends up canceling it does cancel his uh you know those books being made but at the same time four thousand dollars like it just why are people paying that much money for the book when they're trying to i I, i'm confused at that whole thing people are buying the book because it's a it's a collector's item now like those are six books that are taken off the shelves never to be seen again in any kind of store capacity or anything like that so like these are the like the original copies they're they're collector's items now, dude. Like hmm. the publishers can cancel it because it, it wasn't even people who canceled these books. It was the publishers. And that that's my issue. It's like these people are just doing stuff to like they're overly doing good, basically, is hmm. what I think. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, everyone tr- tries to portray this uh almost like messiah type 
type thing. Like everyone acts like they're perfect almost, you know? So they're, they're trying to say, you know, Oh, this doesn't exist. This doesn't exist, you know, things like that. But at the end of the day, guys, there's things that definitely exist like that are racist out there, you know, and, and to try to shield people from that, I think is doing them a disservice because when reality hits and you see people that are, you know, this way, it's, it's kind of, I I think people won't know how to react kind of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, I just feel like for every action, there's a reaction. So if people want to go and cause a stir up and start canceling stuff, you can't get mad at people for being mad about stuff being canceled. Like it's a natural knee jerk reaction. Like if I take food off your table, I'm be, you're going to be pissed at me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's basically what it is. It's like people enjoy these things. You start taking things away. Of course they're going to be mad. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad one way or the other, to be honest with you. I don't really read Dr. Seuss books. Um, I don't really read all that much, but yeah, don't read Dr. Seuss books. Um, I don't play with potato head i don't uh have a football team or a baseball team that the name had to switch uh what are the other things the uh they had the uncle ben's thing that was canceled as well the rice is that correct the rice and uh aunt jemima yeah two things that were also canceled um you know i don't really look at that stuff i by Wegmans brand mostly everything so it's like I don't know if it really you know a lot of this stuff isn't really affecting me to the point where it's you know a huge problem well they're starting to do it in music too like Eminem is a big one they're trying to cancel Eminem's music now it because of it's uh promoting violence towards domestic violence so like Was, he's kind of been at it for almost uh since the 90s to be honest with you though with the whole people people wanted him out some of the things he raps about i I remember even one of his songs kind of i I wouldn't say promotes it but it's talking about uh you know school shooting and stuff like that and he basically says you know if my music is is able to kill someone you know i forget the actual words to it but basically my my music doesn't literally kill anyone i think was his kind of right reaction to what was said but like, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like his music's been around for so long. They've already tried canceling it. Why are we trying to cancel it again? Is it because we're on a momentum streak that maybe now that we have the momentum and people are willing to cancel are trying to like, I, I don't get why this is being brought back up. It's getting annoying. There's a lot of music that if it's going strictly off, like trying to harm individuals or, uh, you know, a violent type culture that would be canceled. I don't think it would just be Eminem. There would be a lot. And I don't think, I don't think Apple music or any of the streaming sites would be even able to do that. No, I, I don't think so at least, but we, weird things have happened. You know, it's uh, we're, we're living in a very weird world in that sense, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't understand. Like I, I was raised to be like, if I didn't like something, I just wouldn't listen to it. Yeah. Or if you don't like it, don't support it. You know, like you you don't have to like spoil it for everybody. Cause like, even though Eminem, yeah, he has some pretty gruesome songs and whatnot, but it also inspired a bunch of people to actually like write music, write their thoughts down, stuff like that. It's just like, uh, 
music to me is like a, a place of serenity, you know, like you're free to escape your own world to go listen to somebody else's like lyrics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like, if, if you don't like it, don't listen to it. That's all. Like, Oh yeah. There's definitely music out there that I, that I completely disagree with the message, but I don't listen to it. You know what I'm saying? It's right. There's a lot of different things that get put out there that music wise, they say some disgusting things, but at the same time, it's like, okay, they have a freedom of speech. They're allowed to say that. So who am I to take that away from them? You know, why am I going to tell them or, you know, try to get people all, you know, riled up and say, Hey, this, this guy can't be singing about this or can't be saying anything about this. Who am I to do that? It's freedom of speech. He's can say what he wants, man. Uh, And people who support him, they can support him freely. But I, I think all this stuff is just causing more of a dysfunction in our uh, societies. Like it, yeah. it makes no sense to me. Like everybody's it's kind of, find their own and be happy. Yeah. And I think people uh, kind of, th- they take our approach to things, especially on like cancel culture. They kind of just sit in the middle. They don't really, all right, you know, something's gone. How I'm approaching stuff okay, something else is gone. Like it is what it is. You know, it's not, uh, you know, people don't want to pick one side because they don't want to be considered a, a certain way. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say I, this is a example. I don't want to say I support, um, you know, the, when they were the Washington Redskins, uh, the Redskins name, because I don't want to be considered a um, racist towards native American people. You know what I'm saying? Like people aren't going to say, oh, I want to support that because, you know, they don't want to be considered any type of, uh, you know, racist or bigot or anything like that. Yeah, it, it's we, we shouldn't have to be afraid for having our own views. Like there, there's the radical views out there that obviously are wrong, like mm-hmm hatred and stuff like that like you don't you don't have to go around killing people you don't have to like somebody but doesn't mean you have to go and kill them like there's little stuff that that shouldn't be considered racist like like there's a bunch of different things out there that you shouldn't be labeled a bigot and stuff like that like it's just weird to me i'm glad that uh we're sitting on the middle line though yeah and i think too that people don't want to have conversations about this stuff because they're afraid like, Oh shit. If I say the wrong thing, like someone's going to portray me as, um, you know, like I said before, they're going to portray me as this rude person or, uh, they're going to misconstrue my words. But if you know who you are, um, deep down and you care about people and stuff like that, man, opinions are opinions. They really are, you know, like you said, going the extra mile. If people actually have hate and animosity and, and malicious intent, that's one thing. But if they're just, you know, supporting a team or supporting a brand or um, a book or something like that, I don't know if there's necessarily malicious intent behind any of that stuff. Heck, yeah. Uh, it, especially uh, after all this election and stuff, it, it was a very stressful time for America. So like, as a whole, yeah, and with crazy. everything that's gone on, I completely agree with that. I mean, you know, people don't got to take our word for it. We're just two dudes running a mediocre podcast. You know what I'm saying? 
two dudes running a mediocre podcast with merch. Hey, hey. So we, we, we got all our merch out. We got the shirts in. They were pretty fire. Um, the boys went around on Saturday, Saturday morning. We were up at 7.30, and we took out one shirt. We got our boy Manny. We took his shirt, and Manny lives right next to a specific donut shop, Ridge Donut, and your boys went ham. Yeah, if you're from Rochester, you know about Ridge Donuts. It was about, I want to say, 20 degrees out, and it was seven something in the morning and there's, you know, 15 people deep in line. So if you know, like how good Ridge Donuts is, you know, everyone in that line was like, you know what we're here for. We're here to, you know, we're, we're going to do some work. There's something special about waiting in line for donuts. Like you feel a part of a, a very um, knit tight community, you know, like there is no, uh, no animosity going on there. No one was like pissed or anything like that. Everybody was just happy and riled up and pumped to get these donuts. Yeah, dude. And there's something about waiting in line for donuts too, because you almost feel like, all right, I got the whole day ahead of me. I'm getting up at seven. Like I'm being productive. I'm sitting in a donut line. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth? And like, did you share your donuts with anybody? Yeah, my daughter. And uh, yeah, some, I, I, some other people but yeah it's the same and like i think that's awesome like donuts bring joy to people dude like everybody if you have a donut you're gonna be happy at least while eating it maybe not after if you're like on a diet like me i didn't feel disgusting or anything but if it felt good to eat that donut i'm pumped man i eat six bro you ate more than me six donuts i only ate five that that's a big change from cincinnati (laughs) (laughs) yeah for anybody that doesn't know nye had like a 12 piece of donuts one day 12 12 pack and these weren't like light donuts either they were the heavy set donuts and to my defense marshall definitely ate more donuts than me shout out to marsh but he definitely ate more donuts than me but he was playing photographer that day so there's proof of me chomping on donuts dude donuts rock though i'll tell you man i would say donuts are a top five food for myself i'd I'd agree with that i mean they're 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 prime they're like the mint breakfast pastry out there you know Mm -hmm. now in our area who has the best donut i'm going with donuts delight and i think i'm in the minority on that one really yeah i think a lot of people would say ridge has the best i i'm on that ridge train myself but I, I like to know why uh, you got Donuts Delight up there. So Donuts Delight is more a decorative donut. See, I'm not for like the fr- the old fashioned kind of like fried cakes, powdered donuts, X, Y, Z. I like the donuts that pop. You know what I'm saying? I like the frosting. Almost like if it looks like a Simpsons donut, I'm about that <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? Like if it has the frosting on the side, like the pink frosting, sprinkles, or like jelly filling, stuff like that. I can definitely do with that. Yeah, man. I See, I'm more of the old school type. So if you give me a good glazed donut, that's how you gain my like fanhood. Like Krispy Kremes, I love their glazed donuts. That's the way to go. Ridge, they don't have that same like airy, sugary donut. But their glazed donut, it has substance. Like I felt full after eating their donut. When I eat at like Donuts Delight and I get that glaze, they have the glaze stick. 
I, I just don't feel full after it feels like I'm eating just sugar and air and I, I need some ass behind my donuts. If you know what I mean? I would say Rich has a heavier donut. Like that's what I think you're alluding to. And that yeah. is that it's a heavier donut. Yeah. Hell yeah. And yeah. that I, I look for that substance, you know? Yeah. Being a donut connoisseur, I would definitely say that um, your analysis of your donuts is very correct. <laughs> that was actually very, uh, you sound like a professor right there. I like that shit. Yeah. Professor of donuts. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. I'm average at everything else, but donuts, I'm pretty solid. Damn, dude. Well, you're you're the expert of Domino's. Yeah, Domino's and donuts, bro. Double D's. Yeah. So what else has been going on in the world? So didn't you uh bring up uh there's a video of a fight or something? Yes, dude. Anybody who hasn't seen it, there is a fight. From Bath and Body Works. Yes, I'm talking about the hand soap, the candles, the scents, uh, you know, the car sensor, stuff like that. A fight from Bath and Body Works. <laughs> so, Look it up. What went down in this fight? If you uh, can give our uh, viewers a quick visual. So from the looks of it, I don't know any of the backstory. This is just a non-expert opinion analysis on what exactly happened. Some lady was in line. Looks like she puts her hands on one of the employees. Two employees kind of, you know, kind of shove her over. I would say they're getting, you know, throwing some hands a little bit. Some other lady jumps in. She also gets the hands from some Bed Bath & Beyond workers. I wouldn't say they were great punches. It was definitely like a fourth or fifth grade fight where it's just a whole shitload of shoving and you know, no one's really ending, ending the fight at any point. But it's funny to see people just going absolutely bananas in, in public. I, I'm surprised uh, no one was yelling, world star. Yeah, there's always uh, people trying to film and stuff like that nowadays. So, like, if you're, you're going to act a fool, just know you're probably going to be on camera when you act a fool. Have you ever witnessed anything like that? Like a, a fight? Like like in, in like a random place, like people just be acting crazy? Uh, in public, I, I know one fight specifically um, from high school. I, I was in eighth grade, Miss Pritchard's English class. And this kid who was like known as like the school tough guy, like just dude you didn't want to mess with he was he was a bad dude you know what i'm saying like he was a grown man i'm pretty sure he was ripping cigs in like the eighth grade like just a grown-ass man probably shooting whiskey probably can you know whatever he was just he was a bad dude and uh this other kid came into english class and they were talking back and forth like just a lot of shit talk back and forth and i remember sitting there because i'm in eighth grade you know i'm probably like five foot seven hundred sixty pounds so my my ass isn't fighting anyone i'm just sitting there listening to what's going on on both sides enjoying the trash talk you know i wish i had my popcorn i'm sitting there and uh they're jawing back and forth and i remember the one kid said something that was like really disrespectful i forget exactly what he said but it was disrespectful and uh 
the other kid just rear back. Like you could see the shit coming a mile away. The tough guy rear back. And the kid who said something disrespectful put up a piece of paper. Like the paper was like a cinder block and it was going to block this punch. And the kid punched through the piece of paper and knocked him out. Like, dude, this is the first time I've ever seen someone actually knocked out, knocked out cold on the ground. I just remember the teacher was freaking out because she was so scared. They had to bring in one of the male teachers from the eighth grade to come like, yo, you got to go to the office. You just might have killed someone. And everyone in the classroom was just sitting there like, holy shit. He he really killed him. He, He killed him, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Imagine trying to imagine trying to learn after you just see someone get knocked the fuck out. Oh, a- absolutely happen. not. My my day's done at that point. I'm I'm clocking out. Oh yeah. And then you're telling all your friends about what happened in the class too. Yeah, <laughs> I think this happened in like fourth period. By the end of ninth period, everyone was like, "Yo, he died. He, he's he's dead." Everything <laughs> like that. You had to go to the hospital. He went to the hospital. He was, you know. I think people people in the class might have like made him like a get well soon card and everything like that. <laughs> no, nothing like that happened at uh, my high school out in Gananda. We were very uh, very mild children out there. We we didn't do much fighting or anything like that. It wasn't in our DNA. You haven't seen, but have you seen anyone while out like at any like public location? Like even now that you're like an adult, have you seen this? Oh yeah, man. So there was a a time where it was actually you and I both. We were we we're just chilling at at Popeyes. Please, please tell me I didn't while out. <laughs> it, it wasn't you, but uh, we we were definitely sitting on that middle line doing hog things because uh, your boys were we were taking down a beast. We were taking down Popeyes. We were happier than pigs and shit because we were we were killing the chicken game that day, and I'll never forget it because we ordered our food. I think we were eating at that point, right? I believe, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, yes, we were. And I'm pretty sure it was like the family meal deal that they say serves four. And me and you got it because it only serves two grown men, obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we're, we're chilling with it. We're getting drinks and everything. And then all of a sudden we hear like this lady yelling and she's Oh, that's what happened. Okay. I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. We didn't get our full order. We were waiting for our fresh biscuits. So we had our chicken. We didn't have our biscuits and we were waiting for the biscuits. And this lady starts yelling at the cashier about uh, something like they ran out of chicken or something for her. It was something like that, right? I just remember her going absolutely wild. Like I've never seen someone go so wild in public. I've never seen it either. And I think the uh, the haunting line from it is this lady was screaming at the cashier as that cashier lady was like crying and stuff. It turns out she was the actual manager yeah. that, that was crying and everything. And the line that I'll never forget is that lady goes, I, I could have gone to the other Popeyes out in wherever it is. But I came to this one because you guys always have or something like that. And that lady was like emotionally upset about chicken, bro. I just remember the worker who you said was the manager, who was the manager, um, was at one point in full like 
when you see someone crying and they just have their hands in their head and their their hands like they she literally dropped to the ground and was crying she was as we were just eating chicken yeah but she went dude the lady who was yelling at the manager went hard man she was not pulling any punches i'm pretty sure she called her incompetent stupid every name in the book yeah dude it that lady was definitely like she was wild and a little too much like it, it's silver chicken like if you're getting Some good if, chicken though popeyes rocks it's really good chicken but if you can they're not cheap either so if you can afford to buy their chicken you can afford to go to wegmans and go make your own chicken too like those prices aren't anything special they're very in my opinion they're kind of uh pricey for what you get i love my louisiana chicken though but uh, that that's the one thing in public that I'll never forget is that Popeye's massacre. Yeah, it was a serious fight, man. And well, serious argument. No, no punches were exchanged, but I'm pretty sure she told her she was going to. <laughs> that that was crazy. And then uh you just showed me a video of uh Cody Garbrandt. Oh yeah. Yep, that's another one uh ufc fighter cody garbrandt he was on a southwest flight and his two-year-old son refused to put a mask on the son was ultimately kicked off of the flight which means that he was kicked off of the flight and the flight attendant after kicking them off ran into the bathroom to hide from uh the ufc fighter which I in no way blame him because I would have done the same thing. I would have hit in the bathroom from that man. He is uh, pretty scary. Anybody that hasn't seen him, you can look him up on Instagram. The dude's tatted from head to toe and uh, obviously knows how to fight. Yeah, he's a killer. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but that, that brings my question up. What are you doing in that situation if JoJo don't want to put the mask on? So if she's two years old, you, you know – my child's not two yet. She'll be two in a couple months. So it's kind of a tough spot because she's, you know, she doesn't even know what she's doing yet. So right. it's kind of like you can't force a two-year-old to do something like that. You know, you can't force them to say, hey, you have to put this on. She literally can't. Like she can't, she can't continue to keep it on her mouth. You know what I'm saying? She's not going to continue to keep the mask around her mouth she just she won't know how to she'll continue to rip it off you know she has bows in her hair that she continues to rip out it's not possible to make a two-year-old do that i think i would try to reason with them at first and be like hey you know she's two years old but if she if they were demanding um that she be kicked off the flight i would just contact southwest uh directly like their customer service and just say hey this is unacceptable. Like she's two years old. Uh, this is uh, not acceptable. I think the other thing that kind of made it, I wouldn't say better for him, but he went to the, the cockpit where the uh, pilots are and uh, actually sent a, a video of the two pilots not wearing masks. So they're not wearing masks, but you're trying to tell this two-year-old that she needs to wear a mask. Yeah, man, that, that's crazy. Cause like I see, I've seen a couple of pictures just on Instagram and stuff. Like people have their babies on planes and obviously they're like infants aren't 
wearing a mask. Like you, it's very hard to justify having an infant wearing a mask and all that kind of stuff. So like, that's not far off from a two-year-old. Like the two-year-old can move around, walk a little bit, stuff like that. But in the sense of understanding why you have to wear the mask, the, the two-year-old is the same exact thing as an infant. Like you just, there's no way to have them understand. Like they're just too young. Right. So how are you going to throw an infant off and then expect the parents not to get pissed? Right. Like there's got to be some sort of exception. Um, I don't know Southwest like policies or anything like that because I haven't even thought about flying. But with that being said, it it's annoying the fact that this person who threw through the uh, infant or the two year old off the plane for the mask and stuff went and hid in the bathroom. Like, yeah, I would say that's also like kind of a traumatic thing for a two year old too. Is like, hey, now we have to watch. Everyone has to watch you guys walk off a plane, and you know you're basically being told that you're, you know, in child's term, you're naughty. You're being a naughty child. Yeah, but you you don't know any better. Like you really can't know to hey, I'm gonna keep a um a mask on for two hours or you know however long the flight is it might be longer than that and it's i think we need as a society need to start using common sense i think to bring this back full circle from everything that was um that was talked about earlier we need to start using use common sense on things you know if something's bad it is bad if it's you know egregious it needs to be dealt with but if it's something where this child like can't wear a mask, it needs to be said like common sense. Okay. They're two years old. Let's use common sense on that. They're not going to wear a mask. Agreed. I completely let them, agree. let them stay on the plane. Two years old. Okay. Not a big deal. And you, you have a, a child that's about to be too pretty not like tomorrow or anything, but this year. So mm-hmm. like for you, I, I can't even like imagine having Jojo just be cool with just simply wearing the mask at all times on an airplane. Right. Like, think about that. Like, come on guy. And then yeah. I just hate the fact the dude ran away. <laughs> I wonder if he knew he was a UFC fighter. Cause that's why I would run away. The dude knows how to just absolutely handle people. But yeah. I wouldn't kick his I wouldn't kick his son off a plane. I'm also gonna throw that out there. That's two years old. So in, in that video, Cody Garbrandt actually he handled it pretty well. He wasn't threatening to kill any or like to hurt anybody or anything like that. He was just looking for explanations. Like Yeah. Uh, so like if you're running away, it's because you're you're afraid of confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. So Cody Garbrandt's not gonna go hit anybody on an airplane. The dude is a UFC fighter. Yes, there's probably a little bit of a stigma behind it, but the dude has a career. Like his career is making it more than what that flight attendant was making. He's not going to go throw that all away just because this flight attendant threw his son. He was simply just trying to have a con- not a conversation, probably maybe a little bit of an argument. I would say mm-hmm. onto onto why why everything's going down and why the pilots aren't wearing masks either. Like it. it I just hate those kind of people who you're going to flash your badge or flash your power. But then when it comes to push to shove, you're just going to go hide like a B I T C H way to spell it out. Way to spell it out. That's where you yeah. looking prime. No, I agree. Um, 
I think it's, you know, it's ludicrous how how we are as as a society at this point. It's completely ludicrous just because we need to start. Do as I said, in, I think it was the first episode of the new year. We just got to do better, man. As a whole, like just do better because that's that's some embarrassing shit, man. You're kicking a two year old off two two years old. You're going to kick them off the plane. They don't even know, probably, they have, you know, no vocabulary, not a real extensive vocabulary. So you're going to kick them off the plane. How, like, Jesus, to me, it's that's kind of frustrating. That's equivalent to, like, like, uh, like that incident in Rochester, like pepper spraying a nine year old. It's equivalent to that. It's like, dude, common sense, man. Like, you, you don't do that to a nine-year-old. You don't kick a two-year-old off a plane. Like, yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, dude. I think, like I said, just common sense just needs to, to be used, man. Did you, since we're on the topic of fights, did you catch uh, any other fights? Any recaps or anything of the uh, UFC card that just went down? No, I saw... Just the, the three title fights. I saw Nunez won. I saw the disqualification. And then I saw that Izzy lost, which I was very surprised because if I was putting money down, I would have definitely bet on, bet on Izzy. Yeah, dude. It, I was shocked too, but I was going to bring up this topic. I was going to bring up uh, the disqualification. Did you see any of that? Any uh, highlights of that specific no. fight? Nope. So it's crazy, dude. Um, so Peter Yan or Peter or however he says his name goes and knees Algermain Sterling upside his head while he's like grounded, which is very illegal and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But dude, they they uh disqualified Yan, which is understandable. But the thing, my biggest issue, man, is they took his title, his title belt, and then they strapped it on Algermain Sterling. Like, no contest that put the title in the middle next time. You can strip you on, but don't give it to Algermain Sterling, who is losing the fight anyways, just because he, he got one on disqualification. That's crazy. So I actually I read an article. Like I said, I didn't see the fight. I read an article because I saw that he took the belt off and didn't want it. Um, and he said that he thought he was down two rounds. Yeah. And it was in the fourth that he actually got need. So he didn't need the fourth and the fifth. Is that correct? Uh, yes. But okay. uh According to the judge's scorecards, if they would have, instead of disqualified Jan and just took points away, Jan would have ended up been losing that fight because it would have been, or it would have been a draw or something. Oh, really? Yep, because the points were going to be significant enough to uh, even out the scorecards. I didn't, so it was definitely a disqualification worthy strike. Oh, yeah, 100%. It was no controversy on that. It's, uh, why did he, did he just, he thought he was getting up. Like, what exactly? It, that's what it looked like. It looked like uh, he thought he was getting up, and he went for the the knee to the head while he was a <laughs> grounded opponent. But Sterling wasn't getting up. Yeah, so, I saw that too. He needed help to like his feet. Yeah, and I'm not putting uh, any blame on Algermain or anything like that. But when push comes to shove, I, I agree with him. He doesn't. That's not his belt. Like. They got a no contest that maybe put it up as a um, like a suspended belt just for that, and then just redo the fight. Like, right, you you can't. Well, they'll probably claim this they'll run a champion. back, probably right. Yeah, 
but it's very unfortunate that Jan lost his belt like that. Right. But Nunez, Amanda Nunez, leading the way for the women, man. Yeah, dude, she might be fighting against the men. Bro, <laughs> you think you could uh, survive two rounds with no, her? No, no, I not I maybe not even fifteen seconds. She could probably just pretzel me, dude. Same. Absolutely beat the fire out of me, and I think a lot of guys would have that type of <sighs> ego that would be like, "No, I, I'm I'm a man." Blah blah blah. X Y Z. Dude, she fights for a living. She would absolutely handle you. I, you know, I can bench whatever. Okay, well, you know, she'll pretzel you. It doesn't matter what you can bench. She's like I'm, I, I know myself, and I can check my ego and and everything that I I know. She would beat the shit out of me within <laughs> seconds, within milliseconds. I would step into the ring. She would probably already bury my ass before the bell even sounds. I think she's a, a very good role model for a lot of like little girls out there, even for, for little boys. Like she, she doesn't talk any trash. She just goes in there, does her work, gets out. Has, she's full of positivity, but dude, that positive, that positive energy, everything she does, she's a killer, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's all I got for this week. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, there's more incidents next week that we can talk about. Yeah, and here's the thing with us, guys. We're, we're not going to talk politics because it would be so easy right now to talk all politics and stuff. We're helping you guys escape from that. Even if we're we're coming up a little short in the minutes, if we're going a little long, we're, we refuse to talk about politics. Yes, we talked about cancel culture, but it, it's nothing about who's wrong or right. We just want everything to be right in the world. A lot of peace and stuff. So thank you for... Uh, for following us and giving us a chance hell yeah we appreciate all the love and everyone that bought t-shirts and uh our merchandise man we it's it's amazing to see the support of just two dudes running average ass or below average podcast sometimes like this episode i'd say probably is a little below average but you know what <laughs> it is what it is the merch is out there <laughs> batting seven third place we're, we're taking it we want that spot so Oh, yeah. You're still in the lineup. We're still, still in the, the lineup. lineup. All right, guys. Next week, we'll bring it. But for now, hog out. Hog out.